Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Yes, coaching carousel continues, but not with Bill Belichick right now. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, we have two things out there for you guys to weigh in on in 888-SAY-ESPN. Has Josh Allen become the most polarizing player in the NFL? The defenders are strong. The detractors are strong. Also, do we look at Mahomes as the single greatest start to a career in sports history? When you look at the seven years, you look at the three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl wins, six AFC title games, two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. Brady's close, but we went through some other options. Better start than Manning. Better start than LeBron. Better start than Michael. Basically, what I compared him to is a combination of Jeter in the postseason and Trout in the regular season. That's basically what Pat Mahomes has become. CC, I know, is doing uh, research now on Magic Johnson because we, you know. <laughs> yeah, somebody re- tweeted at us and said Magic Johnson. Magic's a great one because he won in his rookie yeah, season. Yeah. And in that finals, when Kareem got hurt, he had to play. He's the starting point guard yeah. who then started at center. Yeah. Because of the fact that Kareem got hurt. I think he got three chips in his first six years. Magic. So, well, I guess Mahomes won't have that. He had three appearances, but obviously, you know, yeah. lost one of them. But still, I mean, my God. What we're looking at with Mahomes. It's, it's singular. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so, but, but even think about, all right, so if we're going to say, hey, you know what? Magic Johnson had a better start to his career than Pat Mahomes, and that's the athlete comparatively in team sports we're looking at. Yeah. You're doing pretty well. You're all right. You're good. You're, you're, yes. you're good. I mean, and again, people want to compare that to Josh Allen, who doesn't have an MVP, doesn't have a Super Bowl appearance, and has only made it to the AFC title Can we game stop once. talking about Josh Allen? No. Like, like I feel like, I feel like, like I, at this point, like, there are other quarterbacks that are in this thing. Like, Josh Allen has to earn the right to be in these conversations moving forward. Like, he's but even not, that, people should, will take offense he, to. Well, you can take offense to, but this is the reality. He ain't playing this coming weekend. He's not. You got you got Lamar Jackson, you got Pat Mahomes, Jared Goff, and Brock Purdy. Those are the quarterbacks that are playing. Like at this point, like the Josh Allen thing, I, I get that people want to defend Josh Allen, but we don't need to talk about him because he ain't gonna be playing on conference championship game weekend. The next time we gonna see Josh Allen playing a meaningful football game is gonna be September twenty twenty four. That's a long time from now. We got a lot of time to talk about yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about him the rest of the offseason. But right now, we actually got quarterbacks that are going to be in the all-time great conversation that are still playing football. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about this last night. Why do we not give Jared Goff more love for all these people that are riding so hard for Josh Allen? Jared Goff has gone to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Yep. They discarded him and said. We're going to move on from you. We don't think we can get it done with you. He went to Detroit, Detroit, and was part of a revitalization of an organization that we didn't think could ever get to this point. He's got the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game, and he's been playing great. Well, I I tried to yesterday, and everybody jumped all over me saying, "Oh, come on, we can't do that." But yet, who said that? I said, brought him up yesterday. Dude, we, we we said, we "Oh, s- I got a, I got a couple looks." There was no, some no, looks. wait, wait a minute. We didn't say anything. Uh, there might have been a 
a look, but we didn't <laughs> say. We didn't disparage Jared Goff. Uh, but you disparaged me, maybe. I think, maybe, maybe, I think it's just maybe, a general maybe, look, maybe it's, a you, maybe it's a you thing. Maybe we're just maybe looking at you thing. that way. <laughs> it's a you thing. It's, it's not thing. about Jared Goff. A, a glaze, maybe, I saw. A glance, a side a eye, a, a bombastic <laughs> side eye, perhaps. There was something. There was something. But for all these people who want to ride so hard for Josh Allen and put him in that category with Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff deserves to be there more than Josh Allen does. All right, so I'll do it this way. Josh Allen is a better player individually than Jared Goff. I don't think any of us are going to argue that. Who's had the better career? Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Okay. Like, let's be clear on that. Jared Goff has had the better. And if you look at But now, here's the thing. Jared Goff is turning around the Detroit Lions. That's what I'm saying. And he helped turn the, around the Detroit Lions. The Rams. Have, and the Detroit Lions have on. never played for a Super Bowl. But I also, at least the Buffalo Bills as an organization, they've played in Super Bowls. Yes. The Detroit Lions never sniffed a Super Bowl. Yes, totally. But I want to make this very clear. The Rams were a mess. Okay, the Rams were a mess, and they drafted. They they were terrible when they left St. Louis, and they moved to a new market and had to establish and prove themselves. We thought they drafted Jared Goff because he was a California guy; he'd be easy to sell tickets and put on a billboard. He helped turn them around too. They were in a bad spot, and they had a lot of pressure on them to make this work. And he got it done there too. He it's didn't hard win. to overcome a bad roster and Jeff Fisher as your head coach. Thank you. Yeah, but they got Sean McVay in there, and they got it turned around in short order. So. If Jared Goff ends up taking his second team to the Super Bowl, the Detroit Lions, I think we view Jared Goff differently because a lot of a lot of the perception around Jared Goff with that 2018 Super Bowl run is that the team carried Jared Goff there. Like he he was a part of it, but it was Todd Gurley, it was the receiving core, Aaron it was Donald, Aaron Donald in the defense. It really wasn't Jared Goff being a difference maker. I think it's undeniable that he's a difference maker now. He goes from being a trailer of sorts to a guy that's a tractor. Not somebody that's along for the ride, but a guy that's pulling the team with him. Bus driver. Yeah, no question about it. He has been one of the biggest change agents for what's happened in Detroit. If they're going on the road and they upset the San Francisco 49ers. Which they could. If they beat them, which they could. And we're talking about the Lions in the Super Bowl. We got to give a lot of credit to Jared Goff. And all of a sudden, we're viewing him differently. I think if Jared Goff is able to get this team to a Super Bowl, then he cements himself as a top 10 quarterback in the National Football League. I don't think that's debatable. So let me just uh, bring something up to you guys. Let's say I give you one quarterback whose touchdown to interception ratio is 152 to 68, 152 to 68, and his record, team record in those games that he started is 55. 39 and 1. Okay? Then I give you another quarterback that was 167 touchdowns and 78 interceptions, and his team record in those games is 63 and 60. Which quarterback is better? <laughs> I see what you're doing. Meaning the numbers. I see what, you, I see what you're doing. It's, numbers, it's closer than what people 60, would think. I'm sorry, 63 and 30. What did I say? 63, 63 and 60, 60 is what yeah. you said. Yeah, that's terrible. 63 and 30. Okay. Yeah. Meaning. I t- and I have to take Jerry Goff's first two years out because he played longer. But since 2018, when Josh Allen entered the league, Josh Allen's stats and Jared Goff's stats are not cr- like they're not massive in terms of the gap. Team success. Josh Allen has had more team success. Uh, Jared Goff has taken a second team to an NFC title game. That's one more NFC title game than Josh Allen has gone to. The point that we're making here is if we're looking constantly for the person that I'd say is the most polarizing player now in the sport, we are comparing him to a guy in Mahomes 
that we just said may have had the greatest start to a career in the history of sports. Sure. Instead, maybe compare him to the guy that is there this weekend going to San Francisco. Yeah, but I guess the context around both of those guys arriving in their current situations is completely different, right? I mean, think about it. Even Jared Goff, when he was drafted into the league, his team was bad enough to have – well, I guess they moved up to get it. But, I mean, they they got the number one overall pick. And then you're talking about a situation where – they took Jared Goff. I mean, they moved up to get him, but it was a bad team. Think about it when he got to Detroit. The team had the second overall pick. That's how bad it was. They drafted Aiden Hutchinson. That's how bad they were. Josh Allen didn't step into a situation that bad in Buffalo. He didn't. He just didn't. I mean, listen, they went to the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback, you know, before he got there. So I just it wasn't as bad as the situations that Jared Goff stepped into with the Rams and the situation that Goff was in with the Detroit Lions. I'm not trying to make it out as if Jared Goff is a better individual talent than Josh Allen. But I do think when we start talking about change agents and quarterbacks that are able to help their team overcome the intangible that we're looking for in the great quarterbacks, Jared Goff has displayed that more than Josh Allen has. Mm -hmm. Period. If you think about it, we're talking about a 15-touchdown differential in terms of passing, right, in favor of Allen. Ten less interceptions during this time in favor of Goff. Eight more wins in favor of Allen. Okay. Like, Nobody is saying that Jared Goff is a better player than Josh no, Allen. I, started I, th- this by I, th- saying I think that. we have to be clear on that. Yeah. Nobody is saying that. But what we're saying is we need to give Jared Goff his flowers. Big time. Like we're, We keep wanting to put Josh Allen in this conversation with guys that are going to be wearing gold jackets. Josh Allen certainly isn't there yet. Not saying that Jared Goff is, but Jared Goff has done more in the way of team success and getting his team to the big games, to the championship rounds more consistently. And he's doing it with the freaking Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are are in the conference championship game. Where we all thought he was going to be a bridge guy. Nobody expected Jared Goff to be the one to be here at this point. We thought, oh, the Rams are casting him off. He'll be somebody who will be serviceable enough until they figure it out. And he has proven to be so much more than that. I also think about the pressure having hosting a playoff game in Detroit, all of the energy that was around that. Matthew Stafford returning. This guy didn't falter. He didn't blink. We need to give him way more credit than we have. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think the... Smalls, you brought this up, the comparison of Rodgers when it comes to Allen. I think it feels very much like Rodgers before the last year in Green Bay where he wins early, wins MVPs, and the level of defense in his favor of the most, as you said, the most talented thrower of the football is where everybody went. People wanted to compare him to Tom Brady at that time, which was just nuts to think about. That's what the Allen support feels like right now. It's like all of the people out there want him to reach the team's success based on his individual performance. Y'all, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. The Lions had the second pick last season. <laughs> no, no, think about it. They had the second overall pick in 2022. Yeah, going into last season, yeah. They had the second pick in the draft. That means they had the second worst record in all of football before 2022. Like, going into that season, mm-hmm. that was the team. And now they're on conference championship game weekend a year and a half later. Speaking of the coaching that, that, carousel, that's, that's by the way. I'm just, I'm, I don't think we can overstate the turnaround that we've seen for a lot. Have we ever seen a team that was picking in the top two a year later 
be in conference championship game weekend or be in the Super Bowl? Has it ever happened? That's a hard one for me to do off the top of my head. I mean, C.J. Stroud was almost did it this year, right? In top he, almost, three in the he, he almost did it this year, but right. I'm just sitting there thinking about it. Has it ever happened? That's the kind of turnaround that we're talking yeah, about for, with the Lions. And it's got to be clear yeah. for non-trade reasons. Like sometimes a good team ends up in the top two or three because, yeah, because they, they trade it up. Yeah. yeah, they trade it up. For poor performance, ending up in the top two or three. I, I don't. That's a hard one off the top of my head. No, I get it. I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Like I don't, that, know. That's I don't a, know. It's an incredible turnaround. And Jared Goff is right there in the center of it. And by the way... We give Dan Campbell a lot of credit, but it's not as if he was doing this with a John Harbaugh or an Andy Reid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Dan Campbell, when he was first hired, everybody was like, who's this guy slamming a million coffees and biting kneecaps? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not even like we have that to use the the Jared Goff haters could throw against him. Like, oh, well, you had this this coach that everybody knew could extract this out of you. We didn't know that about Dan Campbell up uh, up until recently. That he's that guy. By the way, I did want to mention, because we started this with the coaching carousel, there was news last night. Adam Schefter reported that the Titans are near, near a deal with the uh, Bengals offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, uh, which goes to show he, he deserves a gig. I'm not saying he doesn't. He's a good offensive coordinator. Separate from that, the Titans made a decision that they didn't want Mike Vrabel. Yes. Because there's no way when they made that move that they thought this is exactly where they were going to end up. Mm-hmm. So the theme of this, and this is not to downgrade Callahan, the theme of this is the Tennessee Titans decided no Mike Vrabel. We'll figure out what happens after that. But the win for them in their minds, which I think is wrong, was no Mike Vrabel. Jeff Saturday will join us next. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. He did come up short, whether you want to put it on him or not. He being Josh Allen. We are Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. 
the unbelievably skinny Jeff Saturday. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Yeah. I mean, one this the, guy. One of the best beards at ESPN. Oh, right. thank you. And yeah. As voted on by the Unsportsmanlike show. We had a competition last week. We were ranking the best beards at ESPN. I think you came into the top three. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Saturday, you. Thank three. you very much. I grew up myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeff. As a former player, coach, and now analyst, give us the proper assessment of who Josh Allen is as a player and how oh. we should look at him. Okay. First of all, he's a, he's a great player. Uh, so I would put him in the great category. I, I don't do that with, with all, but I would say he's a great player. Um, I would liken this situation similar to um, a Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, right? It's, it's Allen Mahomes, kind of this whole thing. So he has, he's five and five in the playoffs, I think. And three of his losses have been to Mahomes and the Chiefs who, by the way, have been in six. Ever since Mahomes has been the quarterback, he's been in an AFC Championship game his entire career, which right. is insane. So he is not Patrick Mahomes, all right? So let's let's put that there for right now, right? So, But when you look at him everywhere else, from a numbers perspective, and let, let me say it this way, they didn't get it done. Not he didn't get it done, but they didn't get it done, right? All of their stars didn't get it done. Diggs doesn't make the catch. Bass doesn't kick the field goal. He doesn't make the throw that he should make. All So they didn't get it done. But to lay it all on one player is, to me, just, just screams of, you know, the easy way out. I, I think when you look at Josh Allen, what he's done, you can't tell me the kid's not a great player because he is. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in all these big games that they continue to play in. But unfortunately for the Bills and the Bills fans, they haven't quite gotten over the hump uh, to get there. Jeff, we got word yesterday that Nick Sirianni is going to be sticking around to be the Eagles head coach in 2024. Same news from the Dallas Cowboys with Mike McCarthy last week. Between those two situations, which one do you think has the better chance to break through and actually get to the big game next year? Oh, with, with all the drama, the, the dynasty going on in Dallas, that, that's a scary situation. All the, <laughs> all the Twitter thing going on, man. Like, we got in-house problems. So I'm going to Philly right now. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I look at, I look at uh, where, where Philly is. They obviously have to do some work on their back end. Their offense, they have um, – you know they they have they have a pretty good situation from a player perspective, uh, but yeah, I mean both of those teams. I would have told you going in, I would have said Dallas would look better to me, um, but with all the nonsense and going on the noise between everybody's family and man, you know the in-house griping, all those that that kind of craziness uh, that seems like a drama that's not going to spell out well in a season. So I would say Philly keeps the thing on the tracks and and probably makes a better re- recovery. Which I was, I was, I'm shocked to, because they had an implosion. Yeah, bro, like, like you, you and I both that last week. No, no, I was a hundred percent the other way last yeah. week, and then all this nonsense comes out. You're like, man, come on, this is this is craziness. Jeff, let's take a look ahead to this weekend. I think the Ravens, top to bottom, are much better than the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're a better football team. Yep. But I don't know how I can doubt Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I made that mistake this past weekend, and they made me pay. So when you're looking at this game, who do you think comes out on top? Ooh. Ooh, that's a great question. So I will say this. I did. I, so I picked them to beat the Bills, and, and I thought they were a better team because I thought the Bills' injuries were at some point going to show up, and they did, right? So um, I, I agree with you. I think, I think the Ravens from top to bottom are a better football team, um, and I think ultimately – as 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 well as they ran the ball against the Bills, I don't think they can do that with, with um, Smith and Queen in the middle and the way the Ravens play defense. So they're going to become more one dimensional. So I think ultimately the Ravens end up getting this win. It is 
almost impossible for me to say that, though, because of Patrick Mahomes, so I'm with you. It is however he wills the team or makes the plays or does whatever, the kid is an absolute freak, and he's the best in the business. So you, you always give him a puncher's chance, but I agree. I think when you look at this team, especially if Tooney can't play, if Gay is going to, you know, with a neck, he has issues. The, the whole way of how are you going to contain Lamar on that side of the ball, it's, it's you know, are you going to rush four? Are you going to bring the house? Like, there's a lot of questions, like football questions, that are going to have to be answered. Tooney is a massive loss if he can't play. I mean, it, the dude is a ball. I know people don't talk about offensive line, but the interior portion for the Chiefs is going to be a, a major part to protect uh, Mahomes against this Ravens front that can rush you inside as well as outside. That is a big, that's a big question mark. Good it, luck blocking Justin Matabike bro, if Joe Tooney can't play. Bro. Bro. Good luck blocking that, Even if man. he can play. You're like, right. <laughs> them, them are the ones that keep you up, right? So, 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 like, the Canty's point, just for people out there, most people don't understand, like, inside rushers. Understand that when you get beat by an inside rusher, he's two steps away from the quarterback. It. At least if, when the tackles lose, they can run him by. Like, it doesn't always have to be pretty. And on the inside, when you miss or whiff or get exposed – it is two steps, and he is crushing your quarterback. So the fear that you have, the anxiety you have <laughs> as an interior offensive lineman when dudes can rush the passer, it's an all-time level. So it's, uh, yeah, I- I'm with you, bro. Tip of the cap if you can hold up on the front. Talking with Jeff Saturday, of course, ESPN NFL analyst. Let's go further here on Mahomes. How many quarterbacks in history can you say definitively had a better career than he's already had? Oh, six, man. Through seven years, six years as a starter. Yeah, I don't know that you could say any. I mean, honestly, the start that he's had, I don't think, I mean, you know, obviously you're going to go to Tom Brady with all the Super Bowls he's won, but if you're talking about from start to where he is in his career right now, um, it's insane. Like, it's insane. And, and not only the, the that he's there, but how many, I mean, how well he's played in the games. Like, this guy is a difference maker in all of them, and – I mean, it's it's special. I mean, we're seeing something that is just you know, it's remarkable and it's fun to watch. Like I'll be and listen, I love the challenge. He and he and uh, Brady when it was happening. Now he and and Allen as it's happening. Like this is now maybe it's he and Lamar. Like all these things are unfortunately for all of the other names other than Brady. Most of them, Mahomes gets most of them more than they get him. Has he had a better career through seven years than your teammate Peyton Manning did through his entire career? No. No, uh, uh, no. Like, like I mean, the 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 like just quality or just QB play, not team team wins. Obviously, yes. But when you look at like he still has he still has areas, and just because I won't give anybody, you know, until you play that whole your whole run, like let's say it out. But he's he's on pace. I mean, he's on pace to be the best that's ever done it. Like, and that includes Brady. Um, you know, with with the start that he's had, Jeff. Sunday's game in Santa Clara, will it tell us more about Jared Goff or will it tell us more about Brock Purdy? Ooh, I think it tells you more about Brock Purdy. Okay. I, I really do. I think it tells you more about this. This to me is, um, you know, I heard some things, some Purdy slander yesterday <laughs> on our air, you know, and Come about on, some slander. And, uh, but, I feel but, but, but here, here's the real deal. This guy, I mean, you look at his numbers and, and this is, this is where we miss. As and, and former players, I don't think miss it nearly as much as. But a guy can have a great season or be playing great, and st- you don't have to put him in the categories of the greatest. 
yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to earn your way up there. But the kids played in two, two seasons. He's taken his team to the championship game twice. He didn't play well throughout the game, but he put together a masterful end of the game to take his team there, which we always crown dudes for doing. Yep. Their defense didn't play well either, right? Like they found their way. Um, I think you have to have wins like that, but. Don't don't mistake it that Purdy didn't get them here because he did. Like the dude played really well. I don't care who surrounds him. He's played great football this season. Agreed. Yeah. Somebody over here doesn't as much. <laughs> he does. Just he saying. Does. He just, just saying. He just don't want to compare. Again, you don't want to compare him to the greats, right? Like it's. I'm not comparing him. I don't think anybody's comparing. Smalls yeah. and I love him. We're not comparing him to the greats. I just I think we give him more credit than CC does right now. But you did yeah. like him at different points of the season. But yeah. this weekend, obviously, is he a played huge bad. one. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. This, it's massive this weekend. Jeff Saturday walking over to get up at 8 a.m. Eastern time. He'll have lost four more pounds by the time he goes <laughs> over there. Uh, coming up, we are on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. <laughs> For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. All of that Dallas Cowboy analysis, all fair, all based on on-field performance, all reasonable. But not all of the analysis of the Dallas Cowboys coming out of Dallas is reasonable right now. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Hello, Michelle Smolman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. So I just want to be clear. Over the last week since or so since Dallas lost, we've had Micah Parsons' brother speak out against the Cowboys. We've had C.D. Lamb's mother speak out against the Cowboys and Dak Prescott's brother speak out against the Cowboys. Is that correct? Am I getting, I just want to make sure I have Terrence Parsons here. I'm going to just start exposing you fake bleep fans. ATP. I don't know. Is that the, I don't know what that is at this point. Oh, okay. That was a tennis uh, because it's, it's like, wow, he's wow. commenting on tennis. Big Australian Terrence Parsons, big Australian open guy. Please help uh, him smalls. Help him smalls. It's no way help we watch smalls. the same game. LMFA. I was joking. LMFAO and Micah doesn't show up. He'd be one of the few who actually shows up week in and week out because you'll all be uh, clueless looking at the box score when his impact is way more than that, right? Then we have C.D. Lamb's mom on Facebook. Dak is an ish. It, I wish C.D. would leave. They need to get rid of Dak's bleep. It's guys on the team that want a ring. They work too hard. Dak doesn't want a ring. Then it's Dak's brother, Tad. 
the city and organization have been great to, to he and our family, but done with the drama, so the so-called fans, but he loves this team and wants to bring, it ring, bring rings. Tad wants them. What is happening? I can't even read all of this stuff. What is happening? The tea is piping hot. That's what it is. That's what it is. But what I mean, are, I don't what are the streets of Dallas say it's small? It's not even the streets. They've taken it to social media. <laughs> Cece, we I gotta, gotta, we gotta have it. I don't the have to go to the streets. I don't put understand it on social this. media. We I need have... Andy Cohen to sit down and navigate the reunion with all of this family drama. Let wow. me ask you a question about how this wow. works. It you... should be a Bravo show, though. It truly should. The, the Dallas Cowboys should be a Bravo show. They don't need to be on Hard Knocks with HBO. They need to be on Bravo with Andy Cohen. And you wonder why Belichick doesn't want to go there. Let me ask you a question, <laughs> though. You get to the NFL, okay? Do you have the conversation with your family? And your family has a history in sports, right? Yeah. They understand this stuff. Yeah. They run businesses. Like, they're professionals. Yeah. Do you have the conversation with your family? Listen, reporters may call you. People may ask you questions like, we have a one-voice policy in this family. Well, that's something that they tell you at the Rookie Symposium, right? Oh, wow. Like, that, that is something that they, they let it be known. Like, the reporters, the people that cover the game, they're going to poke and prod not just you and your nuclear family, but anybody that's in your sphere, your homeboys that you hang out with, everybody. They're trying to get the quote. They're trying to get the insight as to how you think and how that could potentially impact the team in the grand scheme. And your job is to let everybody in your orbit know Rule number one. You know what rule number one is? Don't F up the money. Mm. What you, what, what Tad Prescott is doing, what, what Terrence Parson is doing, what C.D. Lamb's mama is doing, they mess it with the money. You don't mess with the money. Michael Parsons is going to be the highest paid defensive player in all of football this offseason. C.D. Lamb is going to be the highest paid wide receiver in all of football this offseason. Dak Prescott. Probably going to be the highest paid quarterback, highest played player in NFL history this offseason. Why, why are y'all messing around with this drama? Why are y'all doing that? That makes no sense. But then beyond that, I just sit back and think to myself, you're keeping Mike McCarthy as your head coach and allowing him to go into a lame duck season and you want him to curtail all of this? You think players are going to respect his authority? You think players are going to respect the agenda that he's going to set? For the team, they've already shown you that they're not going to respect this thing. They're already showing you what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What, if you're Jerry Jones, how do you think that this culture, the current state of affairs, is going to lead to you winning a championship? That is beyond me. That is one of life's great mysteries, how Mr. Jones can convince himself that he is on the right track to break through and to get back to winning Super Bowls. But when the owner of the organization is doing weekly radio hits and is constantly in the headlines, why would family members think it's not okay for them to air out their grievances? They're just following his lead. That part. Well, that's an easy question to answer. Why would a family member think that the owner of a team slash general manager of the team can speak, but they can't? Do you think Patriots family members would think it's okay in that culture to do that? No, I think that. Well, well, to be fair, Giselle did. But she was caught She's on a hot sale. mic. But she, she just... didn't do an interview or post it on social media. She was caught in a hot mic situation, someone recording her when yep. she was leaving a suite. You're right. Totally different scenario. Right. She did not take it to TikTok to say, Tommy's receivers ain't it. Yeah. You know, she did not right. do that. Fair. Totally different scenarios. Fair. And by the way, it's it's three, not just one. So I, even if we bring that up with the Patriots, it's it was only the one time once on a hot mic, like you said. And... 
I just don't know how that doesn't permeate into the locker room. If your if your wife is out there tweeting, Michelle's not it. I'm gonna come in here the next day and be like, Hey, what's up? You have something you want to say to me? Because I know where no, your family it, members yeah, getting ex- that from. Exactly. Hey, bro, you, you need to get your house in order, though. But it's not only just that. You've probably had that conversation with her. Yeah. She's not arriving at that without having a discussion with the family members that are That's playing fair. on the team. That's fair. And there's a lot of egos involved in this. And I just wonder if they're going to be able to repair that enough moving forward to have the chemistry and cohesion needed to overcome yet another early exit from the playoffs and all of the pressure that's on them when there's infighting within the building and within the family. This has happened to me, by the way. I just want to point this out quickly. Oh, no, this is for real. I got a job in TV 100 years ago in West Palm, and there was an article in the local newspaper. And somebody, and I was working on radio, and there was a couple of commenters that said negative things. My mother-in-law then chimed in and trying to defend me. I had to call her, and I explained, if I'm good at this, and if this works out in my career, there should be a million more of these. There can't be one more of what you just did. And she was unbelievable. And my mother-in-law is supportive and wonderful to me and everything like that. And my mom and dad know my dad will never say anything to anybody about anything, but this happens. I'm a, and it never happened to you? Because you are a lot more famous. Rule number the, one. Right, so you, <laughs> I have a money clip that says rule number one. Don't F up the money. Like everybody understood. Look, things are good. It's, it's hard in life to get big chunks of money. That's what happens when you play in the NFL. You get huge chunks of money. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why would we mess that up? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't be that person. And, and the Cowboys so, had a times three. And, and I guess that's my point. They're three best players. Yeah, that's That true is too. concerning. Right. In terms of them setting the culture, establishing an agenda that allows them to win championships. It's, it's, it's bad. Jason in Orlando watching on ESPNU. What's up, Jason? Hey, good morning, you guys. Um, love the show. I just I want to just make a quick point. McCarthy and Dak never have issues putting up points. However, Dan Quinn's defense, who has all the all, – he has some of the right pieces. He needs more. But his defense is the same defense that allowed the New England Patriots to come back and win a Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons. Yet, he's not getting the finger pointed at him for anything. We're just busting balls on McCarthy and Dak. I, I think there is something. I think there is something fair to that. If we're going to be critical of McCarthy, which is fair, critical of Dak, which is fair, Dan Quinn didn't have a great end of the season. He's getting interviews for head coaching jobs left and right. Yeah, but the quarterback started the game by gifting the ball a point blank range to the Green Bay Packers. Right. I mean, I get it. They didn't stop him on the opening drive, but then Dak Prescott gives them the ball back a Jair Alexander interception, and then later on in the first half, ends up having a pick six. Like, that doesn't help the cause. That doesn't help the defense. I mean, essentially, your quarterback handed the Green Bay Packers 14 points. So, I mean, like, like again, like I get, I get that we want to defend Dak, we want to defend Mike McCarthy, and we want to appropriately dole out the blame. But in the NFL, the two figures that get most of the credit are also the two figures that are going to get most of the blame. That's why they get paid what they get paid. That's the head coach. That's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they did nothing nothing to absolve themselves of that blame in that wild card loss. And I'm tired of seeing it. It's year over year. It's, it's not like we haven't seen this before. Yeah, it wasn't great against Green Bay, the defense, but the defense wasn't the problem against San Francisco last year. The defense wasn't the problem against San Francisco the year before. San Francisco won those games scoring 23 points and 19 points respectively. 
That ain't the defense. Right. Coming up, I'm over it. But first, CeCe has this from Vivid Seats. Oh, yes. Check off that New Year's bucket list with tickets from Vivid Seats. Your home for every tackle, every slap shot, every dunk, like, and I guess every 70-point performance from Joel Embiid. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. With Vivid Seats rewards you earn with every purchase from tipped off to the final buzzer. Vivid Seats has a great selection of great prices on all the 2024 games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Yes, each and every day at this time, our producer, Pat Costello, gives Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, and I have been going things in sports life and entertainment that he's over. Pat is out sick today. Quitter. So I am in for <laughs> Pat in terms of I'm over it. My first thing I'm over today, I'm over Pat having approval on I'm over it. What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah. So yesterday I did it. We had good conversations about different things. And Nuno tells me today, he's like, yeah, Pat liked this one and this one. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pat doesn't have approval when he's out. If you're out, you're out. We decide what works and what doesn't work and I'm over it. We're the captains now. Exactly. I don't (laughs) need Pat telling me, what was the one he liked? Oh, he liked the Caitlin Clark one from yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. The the court storming conversation that we had. Oh, thanks. Okay, well, Pat liked it. Well, you know what? Show up, Pat, and we'll be okay. Here's the first one. Ready? I'm over it. Inspired by one Michelle Smallman mentioning something very, very quickly yesterday that she probably doesn't even realize she mentioned. Oh, great. Here we go. I'm over when you go to a warm weather climate and it's cold. Oh, my God. Totally. Mm, Totally. Explain what happened to you. So I was in Charleston with my girlfriends from college over the weekend. Charleston, typically warmer weather. We were ready to wear... uh, you know, sundresses and maybe a light jacket. It was 30 degrees. <laughs> At some points, it was under 30 degrees. It was absolutely freezing. Charleston's a cute city to walk around in. We were like, forget it. I actually worked in my favor, though, because I was able to convince them to go to a bar during the day and watch football, nice. <laughs> which they normally would not have done. They nice. would have wanted to walk around and shop, so it actually did work out in my favor. But no, I was ready for some sunshine and some vitamin D, and I didn't get it. You've never like planned a vacation yeah. to a warm weather climate and it's like 20 degrees colder than you want. It's the worst. Yeah, well, it wasn't a vacation, but I remember it was All-Star Weekend in Houston. I want to say it was 2006, and I'm all excited about going out there, the All-Star festivities. It's freezing cold in Houston, Texas. 
freezing cold. Yeah. Dallas can't, Super can't Bowl. Really, remember really that? Oh, with the, with exactly. the ice? They oh, no. They, they didn't know how to respond. Yeah, they literally season. didn't know what to do. But they we knew it no was idea. coming. I was like, can you not see how every other city does this? Just get the salt machines ready. Yeah. Not that hard. Florida in December, if there's like, even if there's one day that's not pool or beach weather, drives you crazy. National championship game, what was it, 2017? I think it was Clemson, Alabama, maybe. That's a safe bet, that's regardless. Right. Yes. <laughs> Tampa, freezing cold. Absolutely freezing. It drives freezing. you crazy. Yeah. I'm over, okay, and I understand there's science involved. Warm weather climate. Stay warm while you please. Okay, next yeah, one. Some of us are trying to vacation. Yeah, All thank right. you. Snowbird. Yeah. Next one. It's a thing. I'm over passwords. Oh my god. I never remember mine. I don't. I don't want to re-enter. I don't want a QR code. Can we just do it based on like the like the the phone where you put your face up to it? Can't I get into every streaming service just by looking at it? I've had enough. I've had enough of passwords. I don't remember mine. How many exclamation points and question marks do I need? Capital letters, numbers. Do you remember your passwords? No, I don't remember my passwords, but that's the whole point of a keychain, and that's also the point of having the notes on your phone, yep. and you have it on the iCloud, so you can go back and look and see what your password I have that. Was. I still you, don't know it. You it's just awful. have to update the keychain, and there's an app that you can use. I think it's called Last Line. I'll have to Google it really quickly, but there's another app that uh, chronicles all of your passwords for you. Yeah. I, I gotta ask a question. Me, but that's I'll the thing though, when Sam you knows. update the apps for the streaming services and all that other stuff, I have then no you idea what's have going to on. re-enter your password. Yes. That gets a little bit annoying. Like It is cumbersome. Thank I agree you. with you a thousand percent on that one. I'm gonna embarrass myself right now. What's Keychain? What are we talking about here? Oh, you're not an Apple guy. Well, I, I just recently became one. Oh, it's called LastPass, by the way. LastPass. What's Keychain? Keychain is an application within Apple that connects all of your passwords to your devices. Yeah. So anytime you go to a site where you have to log in, it automatically remembers. But then I have to remember my password to enter it into the Keychain. No. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. It automatically enters for you. All right, I got to figure that thing out. It automatically enters for you. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, we're help, we're gonna help you. Out, yeah, we I'm an old you. man. We with got, this we stuff. got you. Welcome to 2024. Exactly. We got your back. We got you, buddy. All right, last one for me. <laughs> it's in terms be okay. of uh, I'm over it. So you remember years ago, snacks went from full fledged snacks to 100 calorie snacks, and they tricked our mind. Like, oh, we're eating less. I have a 100 calorie bag of pretzels. When are we gonna go down to 50? Can we get a 50 calorie thing? Like, I wanted to go in half again, where I could eat good food for less calories. Because I want to pig out at all times, and the 100 calorie thing is the greatest mental trick of all time. Because I think, oh, I'm not eating that much, just 100 calories. You're not looking at those labels, though. To reduce the calories, a lot of times to make it palatable, they're jacking up the sugar. So you're not really being So you being don't healthy. think I should have 100 calorie things? I, I'm just saying, look at the labels. Look at the labels is all I'm saying. What are you? What are you laughing at? Over I'm, here? I'm just, I'm, <laughs> just look this, at the labels. This is where I'm over it is going. We're counting calories on I'm over it. Yeah, well, I'm talking about snacks. When you just have snack, sna- do just you snack. just snack, man? Just snack. Man. Just snack. If you're concerned, you, you know, work out every this? single day anyway. Just snack. If you're concerned about calories, celery, celery and peanut butter. Celery is like negative calories because it's basically water, so you're just consuming the peanut butter. Just don't, don't even worry. <laughs> well, you just put the peanut butter in there. Well, yeah, because celery by itself is disgusting. That's you awful. have to put peanut butter on. Yeah. I so kind of like celery well, by you itself. Well, well if you like celery by yeah. yourself, no, snack away. You're at a calorie deficit. You might be akin to serial killers. Mustard. I dip it in mustard. You ever have it in mustard? Celery and yeah. No. Celery and mustard. No, that's a Dan Orlovsky food take right there. Celery and mustard. Celery and mustard is awful. I have a special kind of mustard. Walter's Hot Dog. Shout out to them in Maranek, New York, near where I grew up. There's a great <laughs> mustard relish combo. Zero calories, and I dip it in that. 
That's bad? You, mustard? It tastes all. I, I really, gotta imagine Devante? it tastes awful. Celery and mustard is not a thing that people well, would have? Celery no. doesn't have mustard a taste. sounds horrible. So right, you're essentially, you're just eating mustard. Like, I could take a spoon and eat peanut butter off the spoon. That's fine. Uh, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Fine, but that's what I'm mustard. saying. I'm not going to do that with mustard. So mm-hmm. when you're putting what's basically water with no flavor and celery into peanut butter, you're just eating peanut butter. So you're just eating mustard, Evan. Uh, but I like, first of all, I love peanut butter. But I don't like the combination of peanut butter and celery. It seems gross to me. You never peanut had butter, ants on a lawn? Peanut butter and mustard seems grosser. Yeah, totally. More gross. Yeah, however you want to frame it. Whatever the proper grammar is, peanut butter and celery, cool. Celery and mustard? What about carrot sticks and mustard? Because I've had that, too. No, no. Carrots and ranch, only acceptable yeah, death for carrots. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, but no. ranch is too many calories, no? No, because, Evan, I'm not counting calories. I'm just hey, man, snacking. At some point, you got to live, though. You can't just be consuming 100%. calories. At some point, you got to no, live. No, I if don't. If you work I, out I, every single day, then you can eat some of... You can take some liberties with some of the things that you see, you I'm like. asking Jeff Saturday, what diet are you on? What are you You guys didn't notice how thin Jeff Saturday looks? I'm Jeff not looks checking phenomenal. out Je- Jeff's body sure, every day. I'm sure he Jeff works out and then eats pretty much what he Well, he said he's on a carnivore diet, which means what? Just eating meats? That's it. Which is burning a lot of calories because no carbs. Yeah, you know what I realized. Not great for your I know heart, nothing. Yeah. I know nothing about this. I don't know, Javante. Wait, this last thing. You, you're grossed out by this. The you, idea. Yeah, of, I think of you need to celery. stay away from the mustard. <laughs> Step away from the mustard. Using it on the wrong things. Yeah, yeah. I'm over. I'm over that. Also, by the way, for somebody who is so concerned with calories and I'm snacking, not, I'm not. How are you? How are you not up on the diets? How do you not know about keto, the carnivore diet, the Mediterranean diet, intermittent Because I'm a fraud. I'm a, just a fraud. So That's you're the Miami Dolphins of dieting. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm really a, a, a diet fraud. I do run every single day. Clearly, it doesn't show. So you're, but put, you're putting up big stats, but it's not translating. Empty calorie stats. The Miami yeah. Dolphins of dieting. Am yeah, I actually... Jack Prescott-ish. Am I actually Josh Allen? Is, have I actually accomplished nothing? I have good regular seasons, but I've accomplished absolutely nothing, you're saying, in the dieting game because I'm not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I've become what I don't like. Just great in terms of NFL careers. Just wonderful. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776 is your telephone number to be a part of the show. Joel Embiid with 70 points last night. Carl Anthony Towns with a 60-plus game. Brian Callahan named the, or will be named the head coach of the Tennessee Titans coming over from the Cincinnati Bengals. And Josh Allen is happy to wake up, is what he said after the loss, and he's happy to wake up. Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider, will join us coming up. We will dive into all of the coaching carousel news and what's going on with Bill Belichick. Is he going to coach next year? We will get into all of that coming up. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch Watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.